Welcome to episode 22 of the J-Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J-Bunny. Well, for this episode, uh, I know that the last one was a, a Ren Fair, and I said I thought I had more of those coming, and I might still, but this one is a non-Renaissance Fair episode of the J-Bunny's Music Hub podcast. For this episode, I sat down with Steve Toth, who is uh, in the bands, was in the bands Will Kilmore and Julia Seizure, and is also in currently in the bands The Silencer and Inhale the Ghost. Uh, those of you may remember that Steve has been on the episode before, and the episode with the full band of The Silencer, but this one is just Steve by himself. Had a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, I do want to warn you guys, there's a point in the episode where we go off on like a 15-minute tangent about comics and comic movies and things of that nature, so... Uh, I hope that's okay. If not, you know, jump ahead a little bit. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that some of you are, are nerdy comic book type people that'll appreciate the discussion. So, uh, yeah, uh, without further ado, here's Steve. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I am here in Sayreville, New Jersey, but apparently we were just discussing off mic a part of Sayreville that's maybe not real or something. <laughs> uh, but I'm not at the Starland Ballroom. I'm I'm elsewhere in Sayreville. I'm Galaxy here with the, far, far away. There we are with Steve Toth. How you doing, Steve? All right, all right. Things have been going good. Doing doing a lot of stuff lately. Yeah, man. I've been had had a little bit of a lull, and now I'm doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I saw you. What was it last week uh, over at Dingbats? Yeah, yeah, with Silencer, with the Silencer, that was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool show. That's how we got this, actually, because we had talked about this a while ago. You're right. Know. Yeah, you messaged me, and I was and I and I was thinking about it recently. I was like, "Fuck, man, I never got back to Steve." At this point, I'm going to see him in a few days. I may as well just mention it yeah, when I see him. It worked out because like this is when stuff's actually happening. Like back then, I don't know how much stuff I'd actually talk about. I mean, right, right, right. Like, now things are moving. I mean, the, I mean, the Silencer was. Always moving, but now it's moving even more. That video yeah, yeah. within the video has over fifty thousand views huge, now. Man. That's in like a month. That's crazy. That's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Very happy about I that. I actually saw. I don't know if you saw the picture. Uh, I saw Charlie at the New York Renaissance Fair last weekend. Him and Sam were there, so we were hanging out the whole time they were there. And uh, we walked past one of the one of the booths where they had those uh, the spinning poi. And he's like, yeah, man, like, Greg did that in the video, and, you know, it was all this fire stuff. I was like, fire stuff? Why the fuck didn't you get in touch with me? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I've never done it professionally or anything, but I breathe fire. He's like, dude, we got to have you in the next video. That's awesome. So that was something that me and a bunch of friends, apparently the people that we know through Ren Fairs that do it professionally tell us we do it wrong but we still me and a couple of my friends just one new year's party just broke out the everclear set an old oh, sock man. on fire and just had at it it's like an always sunny thing i know you haven't watched that show but that's how it happens kind of like that except they use gasoline <laughs> that sounds like fire, it's great for your your internal organs yeah yeah definitely always want to put gasoline in your mouth <laughs> oh man well uh the first time, just getting on topic, yes. uh, I first became aware of you when you were in Julia's Seizure. I don't know that we ever had really a conversation until I interviewed you with the silencer on this show previously. But, you know, I, I had seen Julia's Seizure a bunch over at, over at Dingbats mostly. Yeah, um, and uh, I've also, I also know from Charlie being on the show previously, you were in the band Will Kilmore. And yeah. I was just wondering if you could tell me a bit about how you came to be in those bands and a, a bit about your time in those bands. Huh. Going back, that's like another lifetime almost, you know, like <laughs> Will Kilmore especially. That was a long time ago. 
Hmm. That must have been 2009. So it'll be 10 years next year. Almost, wow. Yeah, I was in another band called None Shall Be Spared. And uh, we played a show with Will Kilmore at Dingbats. Uh, None Shall Be Spared, we had this, like, fat, juicy girl's ass on our... It was MySpace. That's how long this was. <laughs> it was our MySpace picture. Like, this fat ass was our picture. So James from Will Kilmore was looking for bands to play the show, and I guess that caught his attention. <laughs> and he hit us up. He listened to us, and he was like, all right, they're pretty good, too, I guess. And uh, hit us up to play, so we're like, all right, let's, let's do it. And, I mean, the show was awesome. I met them. They were cool dudes. And then uh, shortly after that, they needed a guitar player, and I was just like... Nun Shall Be Spared wasn't really doing much. Right. Like, we didn't have a bass player, but, like, we were very stalled with what was going on with that band. And I had the, one of the guys in that band, Daryl Cherry. I don't know if you know him. Oh, he's not ringing a bell. Yeah, he's, well, he's since has moved down to South Carolina, so oh, okay. he hasn't been around for a long time. But uh, he was, like, like, we were really good friends in the band. We were in that band for, like, years together. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, just go. Like, this band has stuff going on. You know, Will Kilmer is doing stuff. He's like, just do it, you know? So with his blessing, <laughs> I just left and went. And, yeah, that was a wild ride, Will Kilmore. That's where I met Charlie and Brian. Yeah. Then at the very end, that band fell apart. We tried to salvage it. Charlie left. The guy who replaced him was Kyle. Yeah. And then uh, when the band stopped, we just started Julius Caesar, and Kyle was just part of it already, so and Kyle's awesome, so. Right. Yeah, he's a machine, so. And then uh, that's how Julius Caesar started, because out of Will Kilmore's, like, collapse, like, me and Brian and Kyle were wanting to still play, you know. Right, right. So we're like, let's do this, and we did Julius Caesar, got Anthony, and then we found Yusef. Then eventually Charlie came into the fold in that band too. Right, right. So the silence is actually old. Now with Inhale the Ghost, it's four bands I've been in with Charlie. <laughs> like every band I've been in, the last four bands that I've been in, have been with Char- Charlie. Has been in them. <laughs> Which I mean, that just shows you how reliable Charlie is. You know, right, he's right, one of right. the most reliable people I've ever met. Like, <laughs> he's always there. He's always working. You know, he's. I mean, look at what's happening with the silencer. Right, like, right. He is hustling. Like, he's hustling. That's what all that stuff's happening happening because of his hustling. Right, right. He's, yeah, big hustler. Always was. When I first had Charlie on the show for episode number two, this is going to be, what, this one's going to be 22. So Damn. 20 episodes ago. Awesome. Um, I had asked Congratulations, him. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. 22 um, episodes. That's awesome. I, I <laughs> asked him because I, even though he was not in, the, in in Julius Caesar anymore, I knew that he still had a relationship with you. So I had asked him if he knew what was going on with Julius Caesar, and his response was, uh, he's like, you got to ask Steve. So <laughs> I've got Steve here. You know, what? what is the latest with Julius Caesar? Because the last, you know, Charlie, Charlie <laughs> left, Yusuf came back, eventually yeah. Anthony left, and the last that I saw you guys, Anthony was gone, you were doing some shows months. with War of Ages. Yeah, those and, were awesome. And then you kind of just fell off, and the last I saw from you guys on social media was that we were running a clearance sale on the merch, so did you just break up, or did you just kind of, uh, well, what happened? Just kind of nothing. <laughs> nothing happened. That's pretty much, well, I guess, yeah, when Charlie left, we got Yusuf back, and that was at the beginning of 2014, and that year, I started writing this album. Okay, the Inhale the Ghost stuff? <laughs> no, the, the, the Julius Caesar Oh, the Caesar Julius Caesar that we play, okay. Yeah, the Julius Caesar record. That's when I started writing it that year. Yeah, that, that summer, we played Summer Slaughter tour, or the one show up in Niagara. That was awesome. 
we had a pretty good that year, but then Anthony left that fall, and then we came, we became a four piece, and we did the second guitar like a, like a ghost guitar we call it, kind of like it was uh, sampled through the okay, so that we had the two guitars. Lots of bands do that nowadays within the ruins. They're pretty yeah. I mean, it was cool too because it, it freed up space on stage. Right. Like, me and Brian and Yusef like jump around like crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it freed up so, like we play a lot of small stages too. So with only three people, you know, it's a lot more room. Yeah, yeah. It's more fun to have. <laughs> yeah, but then so he left in the fall of 2014, and then the next summer we started trying to like there was well we because then we redid the verdict. The verdict was like that the momentum kind of got messed up there, I guess you know. Because like, we went back to re-record stuff. Yeah, yeah. We released everything again. And then this kind of got put on the back burner. And then eventually, I guess the last show we played was 2016, April 2016. Okay. Which actually Charlie was at. And Charlie came up on stage and did a song with us. Oh, cool. ironic. That ended up being the last show. <laughs> <laughs> ironic. Or maybe just coincidental. But yeah, that was... And I mean, at that point, I had rec- the guitars were done. And then eventually I recorded the bass. And then just that's... That's where it stays. That's where it is. There's nothing more to say after that. So, so do you? Th- I mean, you kind of were. We, nobody knows until I say it. But before we turned the recorder on, you played me because I, I really <laughs> wanted to hear. After yeah. both Charlie and Will told me about Only this unreleased uh, Julius Caesar stuff, and so you said you you played some for me. You did, and it was fan fucking tastic. You know, it's a shame <laughs> that that it may not see the light of day. Like it, it is a shame, but it is what it is. Like I've moved on. Like I have two, I'm in two bands now. Right. You know? <laughs> like I'm, I mean, if if the opportunity comes to finish it, I'm absolutely 100% down to do that. But if I don't, you know, right now I got other stuff on my plate. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. Because I know that when when I had uh, Charlie on, oh go ahead. You're... That was like a, I was holding on to that for a long time too, and that's why like, and then eventually that's when inhale the ghost really started. Of like I made that decision. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start something new. Okay. <laughs> I need a new chapter. <laughs> new chapter I could do this I could have fun with it and it is it's Unhail the Ghost it's like basically to capture all the fun parts about being in the band you know because like there's so much stress and like uh, especially in these serious bands you're like trying it's, it's very difficult like you know yeah, it's yeah. very stressful on the bandmates and so with this band I'm just like like for example we when we shot the, the video for the Johnny Cash cover a couple weeks ago like there was horrible traffic you know we're all running late yeah. like mace is coming down he's like stressed out i'm like dude don't worry about it you know <laughs> like we'll get there it's gonna be fun you know this is fun you know this is not to be stressed out about yeah yeah you know it's gonna be fun <laughs> which is something we all could use in our lives you right, know right 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 <laughs> as much fun stress-free fun <laughs> as you can have now is it is it at this point because like you said you're in two other bands and i know that the the julius seizure stuff that you played me um, the original stuff, because you played me two different things. You yeah, played me the originals and then the covers, yeah, and the yeah. covers had vocals on them and seemed relatively done, yeah, whereas the original material was, was lacking the vocals. Like, is it just at this point now, like, okay, I've got other shit going on, so I'm not going to focus on this so much? Yeah, well, exactly. Like, I mean, there's other guys in that band, too. Like, <laughs> if, 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 like, Kyle, like, wanted to take initiative and, like, release the covers, I'd be, like, behind that, but I don't care enough right now. Okay. <laughs> And Hail the Ghost does some fun covers. All right. <laughs> That's where I, I guess I'm making up for it in there. So, like I said, my my uh, awareness of you came with Julius Seizure, and then, like I said, I found out about Will Kilmore, but, and you mentioned just before that you were in another band. When did you start playing music? Like, how old were you when you started playing music? Oh, damn. 
<laughs> That's going way back now. I think I was in middle school still. Yeah. I mean, and when I started, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing too, you know? <laughs> I just, because I never really had lessons. So I just basically taught myself and learned from people I played with. And at the beginning, I had no idea what I was doing. So I can't even imagine what the terrible things I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> took me, I mean, it took a, so, a long time to get actually somewhere where I could say that I was like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm okay now. <laughs> Uh, it took it took a while, and that band I was mentioned before, None Shall Be Spared. That's that's really what did it. Like the players in that band were phenomenal, and they, they made me step my game up. Now was that I your needed. first band, or did you have other bands before? I had that? other bands before that. That was our. I mean, that's the first band I, I actually considered. Like, kind of knew what we were doing, at least musically. Right. You right. know, <laughs> bands before that were just like winging whatever came out. You know, that actually we had some plans to our song. You know, we were like yeah, we, knew, okay. we had. Just, like, they had knowledge of music, and, I mean, I guess a lot of people don't write, don't know anything about music, and they write stuff all the time, <laughs> and they write good stuff all the time. That's just, I don't work that way at all. Like, I, like, I actually, there's a, a program called Guitar Pro. Like, I don't write anything on an instrument. Like, I program it, like, I write it out into the program Guitar Pro. Like, it has tablatures and, like, uh, the music staff, so, like, I could put piano parts okay. and whatever. And so that's how I write everything out, and then you could, it plays it back for you, and you can... In MIDI, it's not. I mean, it's not great, but it gives yeah, you the yeah. idea of what it sounds like, and it's because it all I hear the whole song in my head, so I need like somewhere where I can put all of it out and hear it all back at once without having to like record it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's easy to edit. You know, it's like, oh, that's the wrong note there. Let me fit, you know. Yeah. It takes two seconds to change it. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's the okay, that's the note I want. You know, so that's that's a that's an awesome tool for me, Guitar Pro. Been using it for a long time now, back since None Shall Be Spared. Hmm. Yeah. The whole the whole Julius Caesar album I wrote on Guitar Pro, I didn't learn how to play it until I recorded it. Huh. <laughs> and then I forgot it again immediately <laughs> after, because I never played it again. Uh, <laughs> it's still it still fucking hits me right here, man. Yeah. Um, I know. Inhale the ghost. You heard that. That's right, weird. right, right. <laughs> well, and I'm gonna get to that in, in, in just a minute. But I did want to ask you about how you wound up joining the Silencer. Now, did was that something that Charlie approached you about, or did you approach him? Yeah, Charlie asked me because, like, at the time I was, uh, he like we were, I was like uh, engineering all his tracks for him. Like I had I'd done some at back room and I did some here, and he was doing it was solo. It wasn't a band yet at the time, and then he was like. When he was starting starting to think to take it to become a band, a full live band, like he yeah he asked me he's like you know like you're the first person I would ask to do it yeah, and I'm yeah. like well yeah I mean sure you know <laughs> like, like I mean I could learn your songs and play them that sounds good to me and yeah it's good like and like it was it actually was really good for me because like I had Julius Caesar stop playing you know right years ago and now this actually got me out to start playing again and right. I was like all right it's been a year and the first show was at thirty six. Crazy Christmas, yeah. Almost a year ago. Yeah. And that was, that got me out to start into was, playing uh, shows again. That was again. the day after my birthday last year. <laughs> and that's actually kind of around the time where I started getting Inhale the Ghost going, too. Like, I started Right, because you it. mentioned it in the interview. You yeah. said, I'm doing this, this so like, punk band. band I don't have a band. Yeah. I don't, but, you know, you're, like I said, I just listened to that earlier today. Uh, and you had said, you know, I'm just going to work on it, and maybe if I have music, it'll be easier to find a band. It, yes, and it was. <laughs> Once I had the music, I played it. For, I played it for Mace, and he was like, "All right, yeah, I'm in." <laughs> we got Mace from Thanatonic Desire. Where he's work, works, working out great. He's awesome, dude. We're having good times with him. 
this is the first time both of us have ever tried singing on any anything. So I mean, I've rapped before a lot, but this is the first time both of us have tried singing. Right. Yeah, and you you rapped under the name Darth Hater. Yes. Um, which I was looking at a bit on. I mean, I was after I had heard about that when uh you guys when I interviewed you guys back in October, uh, the Silencer. You know, I looked it up on Facebook. I liked the page, and I was just wondering how long you've been doing like the Darth Hater thing. When did that start? 2013, I want to say. I don't remember exactly. I think it was 2013 or 2014-ish, maybe. 2000, I don't know. So much, like, time starts flying, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, It's crazy how, like I was saying, like, Will Kilmore, it seems like a lifetime ago, you know? So long ago. I was a whole lifetime ago. I was a completely different person, pretty right. much, you know? Like, <laughs> crazy how much you change over a decade. <laughs> a decade. <laughs> but yeah, Death Hater. Well, actually, it's a funny story, I guess. Because I used to deliver pizzas. And I used to rap to albums all the time, like Eminem and Biggie and Nas. Just like rap, like I'd be driving around all day, so yeah. I'd be like rapid, full out. Like I'd remember, like by doing them over and over again. And then uh, that Marshall Mathers Two album came out with the Rap God song. On yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And uh, he has that really quick, like uh, fast part in the song where he's just like he's like yeah, he pre- preludes it with lyrics coming at you at supersonic speed. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all right, and he, I mean, he kills it on the record. But then, like, I saw him do it live, and he, like, kind of cheats. Like, he has a hype man there, uh, and he takes a breath in the middle, and the hype man fills in those couple words that he misses. Mm. And, like, I mean, I get it, kind of, because, like, you don't want to mess that up live, you know? Like, it's better to do that than mess... Especially Eminem, he's on such a grand stage, you know? Like, he has to be perfect, you know? Right, right. And I've seen him do other things live where he doesn't have a hype man, and he, like, murders it. So, like, I feel like he can do it, but just seeing him do that made me, like... Because I could do that, you know? I could, I could... Do that fast part, no, like no problem. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I could do that. Then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start rapping my own stuff now. So that's how that started. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's cool. So I know that you know that. So that was if that was at least you know five years ago. It it sort of predates because I noticed that a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing, not just uh, musically, but also just the articles shared from the Facebook page, are all very anti Donald Trump. Oh yeah, very political. And uh, I was just wondering. I mean, I guess that if it predates Trump, then that then then that kind of stuff isn't the sole focus of your material. No, I mean it was still there still was a lot of political stuff in it. It just there wasn't I mean, Trump wasn't around yet, you know, like he's such a like a black hole of pol- politics nowadays. Like you can't do politics without, you know, cuz even woke like I didn't tr- like I didn't try to make it about Trump, but it just naturally went that way. Yeah, you know, yeah. like when the lyrics came out, just that's the way it went. Right. And, it was, I was making. A, I was gonna. You know, it was gonna be a very political, serious song, and just ended up being all about Trump, pretty much. Because <laughs> he is such a like, just vacuum, like, you know. Yeah. Politics. He just. You can't miss him. He's just. Yeah. He's everything. <laughs> but I mean, there's some serious news that happened this week. Right. Though. Right. People are going to prison. Right. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to prison. Now, as far as the name Darth Hater, are you afraid if you continue to use that name that Disney might try to sue you? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not making any money off anything anyway. Even in Hail the Ghost, the, the, well, like the music, there's covers, so, and like I have samples in the songs, so I'm not gonna, I'm not making money off that. I'm just gonna, when I release it, the, the record, it's just gonna be free, you know, download it for free. Okay. You know, I'm not trying to make any money off that, but I mean... So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not making any money, so <laughs> they have no reason to come after me that's, at this point. That's fair enough. <laughs> but then you also there's, like, uh, like MF Doom. Okay, yeah. Like, he doesn't have any problem. Hmm. You know, that's what, I mean, 
kind of look and that's Doom. That he's a Marvel, right? Oh, Doctor Doom is yeah. It's a so Fantastic Disney owns Four. Them too, right? Well, I mean, I guess. Or they have a say. They own they so, the movies, right? Right. Well, so right. Well, Disney the owns movies. the entire Disney into- owns the entirety of the company of Marvel, but then the Doctor Doom falls under Fantastic Four, which falls under that weird thing where they had sold it to Fox. But, oh, like Spider Man and X Men. Right. Well, like Spider. Right. Right. Fantastic Four, and. And, and everything under that umbrella, and then X-Men and everything under that umbrella, until this deal is finalized that just just went through where Disney's buying Fox. Until that, I thought they were, that wasn't going to happen now or something. No, all right. Oh, well, no, they got outbid, and then they outbid. They, yeah, they, right, they made a higher right, bid. Yeah, but so, right. so until that gets finalized, <laughs> the film rights to the Fantastic Still. Four and the X-Men characters are owned by Fox. Yeah. And then Spider-Man is owned by Sony, but they they're... You know, they made a deal with yeah, Marvel, which was great. Which which brought Spider Man back awesome, in, yeah. and now they're doing that weird thing where Spider Man is in the MCU, but then Sony's making all like Venom and all these other Spider Man related movies that are not oh, in those the MCU. Aren't gonna be? No. Oh, I was. Mis- oh, Sony's weird. making their own Marvel universe with Spider Man characters without actually using Spider Man. It's this weird thing. That is weird. Actually like Spider-Man. I've seen some articles online of people I mean, like like how are they going to explain that Venom has the Spider-Man symbol if the Venom symbiote doesn't go to Spider-Man first like it did in the comics? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know man. I don't, yeah, I mean, I if they put Spider-Man in it, it would be fine. I, I mean, I'm fine with having two different universes. Parent, you know, like, like yeah. I feel like people could separate them. You know, like like uh like the DC. I mean. Not that that's a, great, a shining example of anything, <laughs> but they have different ones. Like the, the, the Flash is a different guy in the movies and in the TV right, show. Right, right. Uh, they've Gotham also, which is a completely separate thing. Right. So like, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan. I love. We went from metal to, to like comic oh, books, love, but but uh, yeah, I'm a big fan name. of like. I'm, I was never a DC guy, but I really like the the Arrowverse, like the CW Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. Like I'm a big fan of those shows. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. Arrow gets super repetitive. The first couple seasons are pretty good, but then it's just like, oh, who's who's trying to destroy the city this season? <laughs> it's like, you know? Well, I mean, I guess it could be argued, too. Again, I'm a fan of all of them, but it could be argued the first, uh, what, first three seasons of The Flash. It's, oh, shit, the bad guy is faster than yeah, me. Exactly. I have to no, get same, faster. Same thing, yeah, <laughs> same thing. Well, I haven't seen past the, that, the third season and the fifth season, I guess. Well, Flash has only had four. The first three... The villains were speedsters, yeah, and then finally in season four, the they, they shied one, yeah. away from the speedster thing, yet. and they went with the thinker instead. Good, good. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't seen that. I stopped at the end of that fifth season, I guess two seasons of Super, so I'm like one season behind on, okay. on that. But yeah, I mean, that's a lot to watch, though, too. Like, there's, like, I watched it all at once, too. Like, I took in order, like, Arrow, you watched, what, two seasons of Arrow first, and then you start watching Flash, then yeah, one dude, episode of Arrow, one I two did that of Flash. <laughs> because I fell behind on all the stuff from last season because I was moving... And we like we didn't have TV, but like we were watching them on the CW's app, and then like I missed a few because we were like fucking two months it took us to get all the shit done at the house and the moving done and everything. And I finally (laughs) went to go, and I was like, oh man, like this is past where I am. I gotta wait. And so I waited for it to hit Netflix, and then I sat down with Wikipedia open and made. A word document of the correct watch-through order of all those shows. Yeah. I can actually, if you if you need it, I can send it to you. 
85 fucking episodes between the four shows. Just one season, right? Of one season, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then because I've got a job now where I can just sit... Wasn't there another it, show now, too? Well, you have, you have Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Black Lightning is another show that's on the CW, but it's not in that universe. Oh, because that was originally... I was actually just reading the other day because I started Black Lightning last week. Uh, that show was originally ordered at Fox, and so it wasn't going to have anything to do with the Arrowverse, but then... Fox didn't pick it up, so CW picked it up, but since it was a separate project, that for now they've kept it separate from the Arrowverse stuff. It's so crazy that like DC has all this mayhem all over the place like that, and they still can't get their continuity straight. Right, you know, right. Like, in between two movies, it's like, you can't, there's this, like, are you serious, man? Like, Batman vs. Superman, it's insinuated that Joker killed Robin like right. throughout these movies. Right, yeah, Suicide and, Squad too, I believe, right? Yeah. And Suicide Squad, though... Like, I didn't actually see any of these. I know, just know what I read about. Oh, you haven't seen them? No, it's Lucky okay. You. you can... You can... Lucky you. <laughs> but it's just like, uh, the uh, Joker's out in Suicide Squad. You know, he's not in... He's out a free... Free man. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, if, if Joker's a free man and he killed Robin, do you think Batman would rest right. until Joker was, like, behind bars? <laughs> you know? You know, it's think funny. Batman was... would have one in, in second of sleep until that happened, you know? It was funny as, you know, every day I look at my... Instead he's, like, uh, worried about Superman and, like... I look at my Facebook memories, and I remember a couple days ago, a memory from, like, five years ago, it was just a status I posted that simply said, I think that Ben Affleck as Batman is a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, that's not the worst part of it by far, though. Like, I, I'm okay with that. That's not, like, the plots are terrible. You know, it's just yeah, yeah. stories are bad. It's just, like, I tried, like... They fucked up Batman vs Superman so bad, like. <laughs> yeah, I think the only one of those movies that's done well so far is Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman is really good. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that definitely. But I'll have to watch it when I get a chance. Justice was terrible. They didn't even have Dark Side in it. It was like <laughs> Steppenwolf, really. That's the villain. Well, okay. Yeah, they also did the thing where they were gonna do two Justice League movies, and then they were like, "Ah, oh, never mind, one." Like, like initially when they announced it, just like the same thing where when Marvel announced Infinity War. There was two parts. Oh, they're only doing the one. They well, the well, one so part. they they they're still doing the second one. Like the way that the way that Infinity well, War ended. Actually, like, I don't. I'm pro- I haven't seen it yet. So well, I'm not, I won't do that. But 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 like, I think that they had just decided they weren't going to call the next Avengers Infinity War two. They're just going to call it something, something else. else. They're still making it. Yeah. Whereas with Justice League, originally it was like, okay, there's going to be Justice League Part One, Part Two, and then they just completely scrapped Part Two and they did that Part One that didn't do well. And after everything else, that sucks. <laughs> I just don't get it because. I feel like Batman is so easy to make good shit out of. Like he's so he has such good stories, you know. Like yeah. and he's Batman. He had the, the Christopher Nolan Batmans are like they set the standard. Yeah, you know? I really like, enjoyed those. They set the standard, you know. I mean, and there's no reason why they can't be all be that that level yeah, of yeah. good, you know? Because like they have a lot of good comic stories. And they just adapt them terribly. Like, it's just like, you don't have to fuck with them that much, you know? Like, it's a good well, story. Just, I just find it interesting that there's so many, uh, so many production companies now that because Marvel did well with the shared universe concept, and now everybody's fucking doing it. Like, DC rushed their way into it. Oh, yeah, that's they totally. Yeah, because Marvel, they, it was like eased in. Every character had their own movie first. Yeah. You know, they got introduced to them. And Marvel's just like, I mean, DC's DC. just like, okay, Superman, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, like, <laughs> everybody. A little bit of Aquaman, a little bit of Flash. Everybody, yeah. Um, but then but then also, like, they, they had been planning, I don't know where it stands anymore, uh, they had been planning on making a shared movie universe about, like, the, the universal monsters, like, the classic monsters fucking 
Frankenstein, the mummy, and all that. And then they did that, the mummy with Tom Cruise. And oh, and even before that, there was a movie called like Frankenstein Unleashed or something, and something like that. And that was supposed to be the intro to the universe. And then that did really poorly. So they said, never mind, that's not involved anymore. Tom Cruise's The Mummy is going to be the beginning. And then that didn't really do great either. And I don't know where the fuck that stands anymore. Yeah, well, we can't just, I don't know. Like, you don't have, like, this built-in thing that, like, Marvel has and Star Wars has. Like, you can't just make that, you know? Like, right. Like, this, you can't compete with that, you know? Like, Marvel's making comics forever. Right. And, D- like, DC, for- Batman's been around since 1939, you know? Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Like, the fan bases are just, like, you can't. Star Wars? Yeah. You can't compete with that. You can't just make something and be like, oh, we're going to make a, a giant universe out of this. Yeah, yeah. But what I was saying before, too, like, Marvel... All their TV shows are in the same universe as the movies. Yes, everything Marvel is connected, although there's not like like and they have a lot of crossover, but like some stuff like the like even though everything is under one umbrella and in one universe, like they have yet to have, for example, any of the characters from the Netflix shows cross over into the movies and they mm-hmm. haven't had anybody from uh from that show, The Runaways, that was on Hulu. None of them have crossed over, but they're all in the same universe. That's impressive. Um, and I like that. I, I, and they, like, I mean, I haven't seen the TV shows, but I've seen the movies. Their continuity between the movies, I feel, is fantastic. Yeah. That's really difficult to look at what DC... I mean, you haven't seen them, but the continuity between DC movies is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but Marvel is... Impre- and I'm a, like, I'm, a, I'm a stickler. You know, like, I, I nitpick a lot of things. And that that's one that's very impressive, like their their continuity. Yeah. But yeah. I, especially if they carry it through these T V shows too. That's Yeah, I recently just caught up on the Marvel t- I'm way far behind in the Marvel movies, but I'm I'm caught up on the T V shows as of like last week I watched the most recent seasons of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and I watched the first season of The Runaways and I watched the first How far season are you behind of on the movies. Really fucking far. So the last the last Marvel movie that I saw was Iron Man three. Oh Jesus! And then when Infinity War came out, my kids were like, "Oh, we want to see Infinity War." I was like, "All right, but you are even further behind in, than me because you've only seen Iron Man one and none of the other ones. Yeah. So we need to catch up first. So I started buying the Blu-rays from like Walmart, like one at a time. We got through all of Phase one, and then. I saw that they have a Blu-ray set of all of Phase 2 for, like, 200 bucks, And I was like, all right, I'm going to get that. And then just stuff keeps coming up, and I haven't gotten around to getting that yet, but I'm going to get that. So Iron Man 3 is where... Iron Man 3 was, like, the first movie in Phase 2 after after the first Avengers. All right, so it's, what, it's Iron Man, Iron Man 2... You got Iron Man, Hulk... Hulk, Iron Man 2. Uh, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America... Well, Captain America actually takes... Please. Well, its timeline is before, yeah. right, but that was the movie right before The Avengers. That's why it was subtitled uh, The First Avenger. Yeah, but I mean, he also was the first yeah. Avenger, too. And then, and then after that was Iron Man 3, yeah. Thor 2, Captain America 2, Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are good movies. Uh, I feel like there was something else. Uh, oh, then you had Avengers 2, and then after that yeah, was Ant-Man. And Ant-Man. then after Ant-Man was the end of Phase 2, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like I'm missing something, but I also feel like I'm doing a pretty good job off the top of my head. Too. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Because you did Thor 2, you did Captain America 2. Yep. Captain America 3 would probably be in the third. I don't know if it. Did they have a Captain America 3? Yeah, the Civil War. Oh, Civil War was Captain America, right? Yeah, so that was in Phase 3. That was after Avengers 2. Yeah, definitely. And then Ant Man. 
Then they have uh, Doctor Strange. Yep, Guardians 2. Yeah, Guardians. All the movies you've Spider-Man, named so far I've Black seen. Black Panther. Not so far. I haven't seen Black Panther. So, <laughs> here's what's messed up is that I'm really far behind on I think the... Black Panther and then the newest event, the Infinity Wars, I think, are the only two Yeah, so, seen. as far behind as I am on all these movies, a couple weeks ago I go into work. The day that they had released uh, Infinity War to, like, you could buy on, like, the download, and one of the guys in the office had bought it and had we have a smart tv hanging on the wall so he linked up his amazon account with the tv so i come in and infinity wars on the tv fucking like 45 minutes from the end so i saw the end of infinity war but not the beginning or the like probably seven years of movies before that that's strange yeah (laughs) That is strange. I'm going to jump back to the notebook of metal questions. <laughs> well, you know, well, it's easy to get off on the tangent of comic <laughs> books. Very easy. Let's see. Let's the, talk about, the, yeah. Okay, the last Batman. thing I asked you was about if you thought Disney... That's what got us here was I asked you if you thought Disney was going to sue you. Oh, yeah. Um, so the last time you were on the show, you... And I, I think I mentioned this. If I didn't mention it on the recording, I definitely mentioned it to you since I've been here. That the last time you were on the show, last October, you had said that you were working on another project that was mostly punk, but you didn't have any band members yet, and that project has become Inhale the Ghost. A- am I correct in saying that, or did that... Yeah, I think we had mentioned it on... Okay. This. Yeah, but yeah, but I think I brought up Inhale the Ghost, but yes. Yeah, well, yes. you mentioned Inhale the Ghost a few times, we just didn't get to the part where I was asking about <laughs> it yet. <laughs> yeah, Inhale the Ghost, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. Like I said last time, I needed to record some stuff and get some band members. That works. <laughs> I got right. Mace from Thanatonic and Charlie, who's now this is the fourth band I played in with Charlie. Right. So he's playing bass. So I still need a drummer though. Uh, we shot a video. For, I was gonna say I saw a picture with some guy that I don't know who he is sitting behind a drum kit. Yeah. Well, he because we shot a video. He filled in for the video okay. for us. He's actually in Nora Stone. Oh, okay. And he wasn't Throw the Heat. Okay, I'm not familiar with yeah, that band, but I know they're as old as Will Kilmore. I know Nora Stone <laughs> because one of the guys yeah, from Dave. The Silencer. Yeah, yeah, Dave is in. Yeah, so he's in that band. Yeah, Chris is his name. But yeah, he helped us out big time with that. It was awesome. Thanks, Chris, for coming down and helping us out. The video was. I mean, he had a, looked like you had a good time. <laughs> it from what I heard from what you played me, it seems like the the main vocalist, I guess, of of uh, in Heligos would be would be Mace. Um, I guess, I mean, I think me, I do a decent amount, too, because there's the rap verses, too. Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, Woke is pretty much all you. Yeah, well, that's what, because, like, I mean, I feel like it's pretty even. Okay. Like, because, like, yeah, I mean, he does a lot, but I do a lot, too. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. And then Charlie's doing really... at least backing vocals, right? Yeah, mostly, like, for now, I mean, he, like, the choruses, because it's, like, punk, so we have the big yeah. punk choruses yelling, and then, uh... There's one one of the, in the the Beatles cover. There's a the high part. You right. can hit those high notes that I, I struggle with. And Mace like his that's not in his register because he's just like yeah yeah. Here. <laughs> I can't even do it like he's yeah. But he's great for Johnny Cash. Yeah yeah. <laughs> he's great for Johnny Cash. But that's that's awesome too about this because we all have basically like Charlie could get up higher like I'm more in the middle and Mace can do the lower stuff. So it, like it's cool. Yeah. It's fun having multiple vocalists in a band. I never really did that. <laughs> yeah, it works, man. It's uh, I kind of wonder, you know, sometimes you get you get bands where you know they have multiple vocalists and then they they lose. Like we were talking before about about Mushroomhead, like they they've always been like a at least a two vocalist band, but they've changed like one like, 
you know, for a while, Jay left and they got Waylon, and then, uh, and then actually Jay came back and they had three vocalists for a little while, and then Waylon left, and then Jay, they they keep changing, and so it changes that when you've got that multiple vocalists, but then you do the thing where you change band members, it changes the I feel like it changes the dynamic and the sound a little bit if you don't get the right person, but at the same time, change is not always bad. Definitely changes. I mean, but that happens like if you have one vocalist and that like bands change their one vocalist. Right. Well, that's true. Time, yeah, because you, you guys know? did that in Julius yeah, Caesar. Yeah. I mean. We did it, yeah. But I mean, Kill Switch Engage, classic example. Yeah, of that. yeah, yeah. You know? What's it's crazy to me is that some people I saw a post from somebody recently when when Kill Switch, there's all these things floating around the internet that Kill Switch had Howard come on when they were in London, and did like guested with them, and they're like, oh, it's great to you know the original singer is always the best, and like a bunch of people were like, you realize he's not their original singer, right? Yeah, people are. It surprises me. I mean, at the same time, I feel like... Oh, it doesn't surprise me. You know, me. <laughs> people... Well, it surprises me on one hand, but on the other hand, it doesn't, because I've got to realize that music is not as important to some people as it is to, to yeah, me. Definitely. And so I always pay a lot of attention to stuff like that, but other people, it's just like, ah, oh, it's what I put on in the car. It's fucking... I don't know anything yeah. about it beyond that. And, like, Howard was in the band. He even re the one song off Alive or Just Breathing. You know, yeah, they had yeah. to re-record a version with him. With no uh, fixation on the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so that can confuse you even more, I guess, you know? But, cause, and also, they weren't super, super, super big where everybody knew them until End of Heartache either. Right, right. Well, I mean, I got into them live or just breathing, but it was right oh, yeah. at that time yeah. where Jesse yeah, had left too. and Howard came in. And so I didn't know. Like, I saw them at Ozfest. No, what I knew is because they had the videos. They had the video for My Last Serenade. Like, I was, uh, Howard was already in the band. So I saw the fixation on the, on the darkness video, and Howard was in it, and I was like, "Oh, they have this other video, My Last Serenade." This doesn't look like the same singer. He looks like a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to one of my friends, and I, I was asking him. He's like, "Yeah, they changed the singer." And I was like, "Oh." Yeah, see, I don't know that I ever saw the video for for Serenade. So the first, the first thing, fixation was the first thing that that, that I'd heard by them. Yeah, well, me too. But and then, then I, went from there. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't end up going, but but you know, I did eventually figure it out, and I, I have like <laughs> all of their, almost all their, like I have all their old shit. I missed. For just just for the sake of the fact that there's so much stuff that comes out and I can't afford to buy it yeah, all, like I haven't gotten. That's ridiculous to think that you anyone could do that. <laughs> so like much I, money. I haven't been able to. I haven't gotten yet either of the albums they've put out since Jesse came back. Just you know, and it's not because oh fuck that guy I like Howard. No, I like them both. I just haven't had the opportunity to make the purchase. Yeah, that I mean, money, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I understand completely. <laughs> I understand completely. Money is not not a thing to be throwing around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah. So sure. you mentioned that with Inhale the Ghost, you need a drummer. Are, is that the only position that you're looking to fill in the band? Or yeah, you... yeah, we're four piece. Uh, like I said, Charlie's playing bass. Me and Mace are playing guitars, and uh, we just need a drummer. That's gonna. I mean, it's it's not it's not like like I mentioned before. It's it's a fun band. It's not serious. I mean, we still like. Still want to be good, you know. Still right, right. Show up, know your shit, you know. <laughs> but it's not gonna be like, oh, we're rehearsing every week, kind of thing. Like, I don't envision us maybe one time ever rehearsing, like, <laughs> and then together, but then do it on your own. Because that's what happened with Julia's seizure at the end. Actually, we stopped playing. We didn't practice for over a year before we stopped playing shows. Oh wow! And yeah, we we were just like yeah, on our own, like. The day, a few days before, I'd play all the songs, like a couple, like leading up to the show, and then yeah, on my own, and Kyle would do the same, you know, 
Brian well, would do the same. I feel like that's what Charlie said he was doing when he was getting the silencer together, too. was kind of getting together with you guys one at a time just because yeah. of how, yeah. where you guys all live. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Inhale the Ghost that is even removed for, from that. I'm trying to do that. Like, I'm not even going to meet up with you. Like, you know your own shit. Show up, <laughs> you know? Like, and that's, like... I need people that are, are, like, capable of doing that, too. Like, Mace and Charlie. Like, yeah. I trust them <laughs> to know their shit. Yeah. Like. So, if someone heard this and wanted to inquire about becoming your drummer, how would they reach out to you? Uh, well, there's, I guess, email, inhale the ghost music at Gmail. And we're on Instagram at inhale the ghost. Twitter at inhale the ghost. I don't really use Facebook. I was going to say, you could, because, I was going to bring that up, because I found a Facebook page, and I am the only like on that page. Sorry, you. <laughs> I think I had to do it to make the Instagram a business Instagram or something. You're right. Made me yeah, make yeah. a Facebook page for it. Right, because Facebook and Instagram are the same company. Yeah, so they made me do it so to make it a business, so I could keep track of my whatever statistics. Yeah, all the insights yeah. and the stats and stuff. Yeah, so that's dude. I don't really use, yeah, don't try to contact me on Facebook, because... I'll never get it. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After I interviewed you with the silencer last October, I sent you a friend request that still hasn't been approved. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, I just got so fed up with Facebook. I mean, uh, I was I was off social media for a while, too, up until the beginning of this year, for over like a little over a year. Okay. I was like, the whole lull time in my period, I wasn't really playing music. I was yeah, just yeah. like, keeping my head low, I guess, getting through. But that was, yeah, I was off, then I just, everything started happening again, I guess, Gave me something to post, actually. <laughs> yeah, so do you only use, are you one of those guys, like one of those band guys that only uses social media for the band and doesn't really do it on a personal level, or? No, like, uh, I do personal stuff on, well, especially on Twitter. It's like really political stuff on my Twitter. If you go on there, it's like, there's a lot of band stuff, but there's a lot of political stuff, like. <laughs> okay. Very be forewarned if you want to go there. <laughs> like, I mean, Inhale the Ghost has a lot of political topics too, but I try and steer that off of like the social media part of it. Yeah. And not like put it in your face too much. I mean, I guess the woke video does a little. Right. But. Well, that was actually, I was going to ask you about that is, is what the subject matter was that this band was going to tackle because the, like the, like I said, the Darth Hader stuff was very political. Mm-hmm. And then the Inhale the Ghost, like woke sounds very political, but then I follow the Instagram and all the pictures on Instagram are like bongs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's fun, but I mean, like, there's uh, like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of political, really serious stuff in there. But then I throw like just completely ridiculous lines in there. Like I'll take lines from like "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" and just like throw them in there. Yeah, yeah. Like just to be, to be like, oh, it's not that serious, I guess. You yeah, know, it's yeah, Still yeah. fun, even though this fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <It's> still fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still. Because that's just who I am. Like, I'm very... I mean, a lot of people, like, hate politics, and I don't blame them at all, because politics are horrible. But, like, politics control everything, you know? Like, every aspect of life, really. They control if this road gets fixed, if this... You know, everything. What what kind of health care you're providing, like, what kind of education you can get. Like, they control everything, pretty much. Like, your taxes, you know, like, everything. They control everything. So, I just have to know you know so then, right right but putting myself in there i open myself to all that shitty stuff so that's why i yeah, have yeah. to like you know i understand why everybody hates it <laughs> <laughs> but it's just part of me like i just need to know like i can't be ignorant of these kind of things oh right no i i get it man like, like so i don't know that, that can be like good for you you know what i mean if you could just turn a blind eye to politics and be like you know fuck it I'd be like, good for you. You don't get that stress out of your life, yeah. man. <laughs> See, I don't know that I... I mean, people that know me know this about me. I don't know that I've ever mentioned it on my show before. But as a bisexual man, you know, being a member of the LGBT community, like, it, you have to 
you have to follow what's going on because otherwise your rights get fucked. Yeah, you lose (laughs) shit that you shouldn't lose. (laughs) Suddenly you can't go in the bathroom. Right, right. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) So that's, that's, and that's, you know, there was, I I actually was, what was funny was there used to, they don't have it anymore. There used to be a channel on Sirius XM because I listen to Sirius a lot and there used to be a channel on there that was all, it was called OutQ. It was all gay talk radio. And the one, and that was sort of what got me, you know, more politically minded myself was listening to these shows. Um, they wound up eventually scrapping the entire channel, but they did keep, well, the one guy that was, was, uh, very political, like they kept him, but they put him on a different channel. And then there was another guy who was like a former editor at like Rolling Stone or something. And they kept him and gave him a show on, uh, one of their music, like one of their music talk channels. But then everybody else just got fired and the whole channel got, deleted <laughs> that sucks yeah exposure like that is good yeah that's why i always thought that like, like you said it helped you like yeah that's great like, like i that, that was my <laughs> thought too is that satellite radio was supposed to sort of give more of a a voice to the fringe and the stuff that you wouldn't necessarily find in the mainstream but i feel like as time goes on and especially now that sirius has become organized. has become sirius xm and it's more of a, a monopoly like they're, they're sort of <laughs> becoming more mainstream themselves because it becomes a corporate entity and then it becomes all about money right and that's the problem with capitalism because <laughs> there was a ch- i used to listen it's to a channel money. like i'm not a religious person but i like rock music and they had had an entire channel dedicated to christian rock bands and so i turned that on from time to time just to see what was on and and find new shit and then they got rid of that channel and just made it like a one one hour once a week show on a different channel and i think they, they've since gotten rid of that completely too <laughs> yeah, if there's no money in it i mean i guess yeah if people like that's not their people that subscribe to that aren't you know yeah listen, looking for that they look for that elsewhere yeah it's, it's just the way it is i mean because obviously there's a big market for that yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah there's a huge market for that very huge market but just not there yeah yeah in addition to to the all the bands that you've played in and stuff you mentioned earlier that you were you were engineering some of the tracks for for the silencer like have you done that other than for like the silencer and your own projects have you done that for other people no 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 no, well, no, no, I haven't. I'm very selective too. I'm very picky, like. Okay. Cause like when I do it, like I'm I'm in it, you know. Like it's I don't know if uh, like adding people that I don't know to that, you know. Like it's just. Okay. Not. It's just, That's fair enough. Cause I was just gonna ask if that. I mean, it sounds like you're answering the question before I've asked it, but I was gonna ask if that's something that you would be interested in pursuing but it sounds like i mean i would be depending on the band like i said like if some i don't know i can't even like uh know, know anybody else. like uh, it would be like a sudden moment you know like yeah, yeah. this opportunity came and it was just like in that moment i would just be like hell yeah you know or <laughs> you know that, that's how it would be mostly it'd be yeah. like okay. in that moment how i felt about it how i felt about that band those guys i mentioned like uh for instance i would say uh, Chris, who played drums in the in the Johnny Cash cover video, his old band, Throw the Heat. If they ever wanted to record anything, I would love to record with them. Okay. <laughs> like you know, and I also would love to be in that band actually, because <laughs> at the the silencer, the show we did up in Nyack over New Year's. Yeah, that one I, I missed. I uh, uh, we play at the end of it. We did a Throw the Heat cover. Uh, Chris came up on the drums and Rob came up on guitar. So it was Charlie on vocals, Rob on guitar me on guitar and Dave on bass and uh, Chris on drums and Rob, Dave and Chris are all in, Thro- in Nora Stone together. Okay. So they're 
like it just was like an anime. We played a Throw the Heat song. We learned it, and it was so much fun. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember hearing that you guys had something special planned, but I'd never, yeah, I don't it. know that I ever found out what that was because, like I said, I didn't make that show. Unfortunately, yeah, that was that was fun. I've only seen you guys the two times: the first show and then the most recent show. I mean, it's very nostalgic for me too because, like, Will Kilmore, like I said, like Throw the Heat was like our buddy band. We played with them like almost all the time. Like, I would. Like every show, I feel like we played right, with right. them. Like it was us and them, and we were always hanging out, getting wasted together, like just being idiots together. So we go way back, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And then one of their guitar players, or both their guitar players, are like not. They had one. Rob was in the band, then they had like two other guys, and then but neither of them are want to be involved at all. So I'm like, I love, I would do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved being through the heat. <laughs> See, I remember the first time that I, uh, like, I had a friend, my first friend that I had in a band, like, before I became more visible, and I've never been in a band myself, I tried once in high school, it didn't work out, but <laughs> but it, I feel like a lot of people in, like, the Jersey scene know me just because of how often I show up to shit now, but even yeah, before that, that's like, the best way to get known. like, the first, the first band that I was friends with was a guy that I like I was friends with him and then he was like oh yeah I'm in a band I was like oh okay cool like I didn't know that and then we went to meet up with him because we were going to Ozfest the next day and he was going to let us crash at his place and we showed up early and his band was practicing and like we became really tight with his band and they had but what I was getting at was they had the the buddy band thing too where like his band they were called Sufferance and then there was this other band called Fuckface and they almost always played shows together I think I might know that band so Fuckface, uh, uh, the singer from Fuckface was also the singer for the band. Uh, he was the singer for the band. Most recently, he was the singer for Jovian System and Malvador. And then he was also, he was in Fuckface. Before Fuckface, I believe that they were, those guys were in another band called Watson Poe. Such a ballsy name. You know, they spelled it with PHs, but it didn't keep the flyers from getting ripped down in, in, if you hung them in public places. Like, it got to the point, because I would make the, me or my brother would make the flyers for their shows, and my <laughs> friends in Sufferance, they'd be like, listen, we love the dudes in Fuckface, but we don't want the flyers to get torn down, so please, like, don't put their name on it. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Put like star asterisk, <laughs> but I miss those dudes and I miss fucking uh, Malvador. Like Malvador was interesting. I don't know if you ever played with them. I know that the uh, I know the guys in Seas Awake were real tight with the guys in Malvador. They played shows together and stuff. But Seas uh, Awake, yeah, no, I don't think I'm not, not ringing a bell. Yeah. I mean, also we I can't even count how many bands I played with. Right, you know, right. Like, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I feel like like it kind of like i don't know like waters everything down for you you know yeah yeah so it's like just like enveloped in it <laughs> you know and kind of that's where when i wasn't doing anything for what over a year like a little over a year that's kind of where i was like i was just so bored of all music like yeah i just like there's nothing i care about in music at all going on now then yeah charlie was like yeah you want to play I was like, yeah, sure. I ain't doing anything else. <laughs> Let's do it. Then, then I was like, you know what? I'm. I started listening to Rancid. Like, I'm so obsessed with Rancid. Like I mentioned to you before, I haven't been this obsessed with a band in ten years. Wow. Like, and this is or ever maybe even because like now they have like a an extended catalog. You know, yeah, <laughs> they've yeah. been around for a long while, and like. I could throw on any one of their albums and just love it, you know, like, and I'm Darth Hater, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I hate everything, <laughs> so, like, I don't know if there's, I mean, I guess The Haunted would be the only parallel, hmm. and that was back when Dolving was still in the band, yeah, yeah, 
when did he leave? Like 2010, 2000? Something like that. And then the album come out, what was it? They had verses, and then they had another one after that that they didn't come tour on. Right. It was really weird. But I mean, I liked it. Like, it was, that's one thing I liked about The Haunted. They were different. Yeah. Like, they were so, like, I mean, they started off really thrashy, and then they started being more, a little more death, melodic, death metal-y. And then when Dolvin came back, they started, they made the, made the well, they did Revolver, which was, which was solid as fuck. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then Deadeye was just like, like, nothing sounds like this. You know, <laughs> Deadeye is so... That's my yeah. favorite album. It's just like, this sounds like nothing, you know? Like, this sounds like The Haunted. That's it, you yeah, know? Yeah. And they just had that sound on it. Then they came back with verses and did more, were more metal on that, I feel like, which I also liked. And then they did that more eclectic album, which I also liked. But then they got Marco back, and I don't give a fuck about them no more. Like, <laughs> like I honestly don't, like, I heard one song that they've done since with Marco, and I was just on the SOU or something. I was just like, I sat through it. I was like, so disappointed. <laughs> Darth Hader at his best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 10 years ago, I was obsessed with The Haunted. Like, I am obsessed with Rancid now, but The Haunted didn't have nearly as many albums as Rancid either now. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rancid has seven, eight albums even. Like, Let's Go, Up on the Wolves, Life Won't Wait, Rancid 2000, Indestructible, Let the Dominoes Fall. Honor is all we know, and Troublemaker. Wow. It's eight. <laughs> oh, and the original Rancid, self-titled. It's nine albums they have. Yeah. It's impressive. That's 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 right up there with, with me fucking popping off the, the Marvel Yeah, well, I've, I've been listening to this stuff nonstop though, over the past few weeks and months. So okay. Like, <laughs> so like, all right. it's all fresh, like, up here. And that's another thing I like about them, too. Like, they're kind of, they switch it up kind of on every album, or not every album, but, like, they do different things. Like, like Out Come the Wolves, that's, like, the big punk hit, you know? Like, yeah. everyone, everyone knows, everyone loves that. That's, like, and that was, like, mid-90s, right, in the punk time. Yeah. Then they, they have, like, Life Won't Wait is really, like, reg- there's a lot of reggae stuff on that, which is cool. Like, it's, I mean, they do reggae stuff on Outcome the Wolves, too, but that, like, it's heavy reggae. Then they have Rancid 2000, which is, like, really hardcore. Like, Mars yeah. is screaming his fucking head off on that album. It's <laughs> awesome. Then they come back, Indestructible, it's more poppy. You know, it's just, like, they're all over the place. And, like, Honor's all we know. They, they came back. I feel like they came full circle. It's more, more like, original Rancid sounding. Right. But, but newer, like, mature Okay. Mature, but then, yeah. Yeah, I'm big on Rancid. Their hooks are just, you know, so catchy. So, and the bass player, Matt Freeman, he's phenomenal. Funny thing, though, you ever see them? I haven't seen them live either. No, That's yeah, like, I haven't either. But I've, I've watched some YouTube videos, and uh-huh. uh, Tim, the singer, the I guess he's the lead singer. They both sing a lot. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he doesn't play guitar, like, almost never, you know? Mm. <laughs> like, like it's funny. Like, he, he has it, like, and he's just, like, it's just just a prop <laughs> yeah i mean he's like some leads he'll play and like but pretty much he basically yeah even parts he's not singing like he'll just be like dancing like it's just like but i mean i guess if they're both playing the same part anyway what difference does yeah, it yeah. make like because most punk bands only have one guitar player anyway so another band i'm heavy into is, bad religion yeah. for those that can't see you pointing at your yeah, shirt bad religion <laughs> bad religion i've been loving them definitely i mean they're I mean, they're the classic punk band too. They have a lot of political yeah, yeah. stuff too, so that, that, they're good. They're good influence. Rancid. I mean, Rancid has political stuff too, but I mean, they're they're more punk punk. You know, like yeah, yeah. But Bad, Bad Religion's more smart. You know, I mean, the guy he, he's like a professor. Oh wow. The guitar player has, owns like Epitaph Records, I think. Hmm. Yeah, they've been around since like the early '80s. So. Okay. Yeah, 
<laughs> they're old. They, they've been around. They're a five-piece, too, actually. That seems unusual for a yeah, punk band. Back yeah. then, though, there was, there was no other... Yeah, there was no, like, <laughs> real template. Yeah. Who was other punk bands around? Ramones? You know, like, early police might be considered a little punky. Misfits? Misfits. Yeah. See, there's not <laughs> not much yeah, to compare it to. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you, because um, I didn't get to last time. Last time... I fucked up. Uh-oh. So I always ask on this show, I ask uh, the person being interviewed what they f- what they think about or how they feel about the current state of the music industry. And I didn't get to ask you this question last time because when I interviewed you guys, I didn't have anything written down and I forgot to ask it at all. And then I caught back up with the rest of the guys later in the evening, but you had gone home. So I didn't get to ask you your opinion. So h- how do you feel about where music is now, where, where fans don't really buy music and they would rather just illegally download it or, or pay for Spotify and have this attitude that, well, bands make all their money at shows anyway, so who needs to buy the music? I don't know. It sucks. I wish they, I wish they could uh, fix the model to like affect, to a, you know, to like make that not as important, you know? Yeah. Like, with the way music is nowadays, there's no stopping all this stuff, you know? Like, you, you just gotta accept it, you know? Right. Just, like, put all the music out. Like, some bands do that. Like, like as much as I hate them, you too. Yeah. Like that. I, they did it, something like that. I mean, they went too far. They gave it, put on everybody's phone, you know? Yeah, that's, they put it, put it they, they added added to every fucking iTunes account, and so it just showed up on people's phones. Yeah, and I hate you, I hate you too. Like, I hate them. But I mean, like, they give it out for free, you know? Like, that's, I feel like that's, and I'm doing that, you know? Yeah. I feel like, what difference does it make? I'm not spending any money recording. I mean, a lot of people do, but. Yeah. Even, uh. Now, do you record, like, right here in, in. Right, this is, yeah, this is where all the magic happens. All of it. Yeah, I got my Axe Effects in here. Very compact, very old. <laughs> very old. It's 10 years old. I can't upgrade the OS on this Mac or else Pro Tools will stop working. This version of Pro Tools will stop working and I won't have any. And you have to like buy the new yeah, one. Yeah, which I can't. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, so you were saying though about like the you feel like the model needs to change in the in the industry? Yeah, I mean I mean that's I feel like it's a reflection of I mean, you could kind of compare it to like the economy as a whole where the people at the top are like doing really well yeah. and everyone else is not. Right, right. <laughs> they need to change everything to make that. And, I mean, you could do the same thing in the music industry where, like, I guess the, the executives are making all the money and the big, big pop stars and the big, you know what I mean? Yeah. The big bands like that that are making all the money. I mean, that's, I, mean I guess that's fine, but spread the wealth. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, oh, is that band really that much better than this band, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe if they had the opportunity, you know, they could... Yeah, I notice a lot of bands are doing the crowdfunding thing these days. Yeah, we did that back in Julius Caesar, I think. We did that. Why not? You need money. It's yeah. you know, it's des- desperate times call for desperate yeah. measures. Like the the two things that I've said that like that comes up a lot and then the thing <laughs> that I've seen happen more than you'd expect in the current climate of the music industry is you've got you've had a couple bands just do these fucking surprise releases. Like, hey, here's the al- the album's out today. Yeah. Like uh Avenged Sevenfold did that, Psycho Stick recently did that with their new record. Yeah, I feel like that's a calculation they make, like they feel like the amount of money and effort spent on promoting it is like just could be used it's already out you know yeah. <laughs> you know go get it now yeah because yeah. that's what people are it's like people are so here and now it's like oh that thing's coming out in a month that's great yeah <laughs> whereas oh it's out now i could get it now you know like they'll spend more money advertising that when it's out already it's like i feel like i'm kind of feeling the same thing too like i mean i did uh woke i kind of had a little 
So like, it's coming out. I had it was four twenty release, so oh, okay. Super. But this stuff, like Johnny Cash, I'll probably just spring it. You know, I'll probably like it's out. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the same thing with the EP. I'll be like, go get it, free, download it. <laughs> you know, like that's why I spend time being like, hey, it's gonna come out next week, or you know, when you just that time could just be like, it's out right now. <laughs> go get it. See, that's the thing that happens again. Getting sort of back to to movies which actually doesn't come up on this show very often but we were talking a lot about movies before was that like you have these movies that that do okay but then because their advertising budget was so high they're still considered a flop because it's like well okay they 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 made more than the budget of the film but they didn't exceed the budget of the advertising yeah yeah that's a bad miscalculation i mean but then again if they didn't spend that money on the advertising would they have even got the money that they made right so i don't know that's another difficult thing industry because, like, you get to think they have a ton of people working on these movies, you know? Right, right. And the same thing happens. People just get that shit for free. They Netflix it, you know? It's right. Same. They have the same issues as the music industry, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not experienced, but it looks like it. Yeah, on the outside, yeah. seems like it. And I just feel like, yeah. And you got the big-time actors and the big-time producers making all this money. And... What's this, you know, what's this guy holding the boom stand, you know, what's he making? Right, right. You know, he's, this is, he's pretty important, <laughs> you know, you're not making this movie without him. <laughs> I think I know somebody that does that. I'll have to ask him how he does financially, yeah, I mean, although he's also in a band. I mean, I, I think a lot of them get into unions and stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. And California is a really good state for that, so that helps, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, here, no, New Jersey, <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not making it in, imagine a music union. <laughs> that would be awesome I mean yeah. I'm very pro-union <laughs> I mean if you can't tell from very very liberal yeah, yeah. progressive yeah yeah but uh yeah all the powers with the corporations if you don't have any union right right <laughs> and that's where all power is right now so <laughs> so just to sort of wrap everything up because we were all we were like an hour in here um nice <laughs> what uh what's next for you i know you mentioned the 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 johnny cash cover with uh inhale the ghost and you guys did a video for that so do you have an, a, a set like idea of when that's going to come out or i mean i know you just said like we're going to try kind of just here it is yeah it's soon very soon probably next i mean probably not before the end of this month probably next month sometime okay but uh yeah, well, this weekend we're shooting another video for the silencer. Oh, for the um, for the new song for the new song for yeah. the for the wrestler guy. Yeah, but it turns out something happened with the wrestler, so it's not the video it doesn't involve that. Oh, unfortunate, but whatever. I'm sure it'll still be cool. Yeah, yeah. You got Eric doing it again. He has awesome ass camera. And awesome. He does a really good job. He's an awesome job. Eric is great. <laughs> Those fire things were great. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got that come up this weekend. And like I said, yeah, the Johnny Cash thing is going to come out soon. We'll drop that video on you. And then I'll probably do the EP, like, around the same time. Yeah. That's going to be called uh, Light It Up. That makes sense. But uh, the cover is actually a burning Confederate flag. Okay. So it's kind of like a double entendre. So it's going to be the same one from the, from the yeah. Woke video? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I got that shot from. But yeah. So it's like a double entendre. You just see it. It's like, all right, inhale the ghost, light it up. It's like... That's a clear what that's about. Yeah, it's yeah. not really tricking you. I, yeah, like, yeah. I like doing stuff like that. I mean, look at the names I have. Will Kilmore, Julius Caesar, Darth Hader, you know. <laughs> Inhale the Ghost. That's actually Greg from uh, The Silencer came up with that name. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good name. Kitty. My kitty's getting nuts over here. <laughs> that's a happy girl, huh? 
Yeah, I mentioned them last time. Yeah, you, you did. Said you that. I remember that. Spend, you, you said you spend yeah. time with kitties. I hang out with you all the time, right, kitty? How many kitties are there? I've seen at least three. Yeah, there's three. There's Eva, she's vocal and, and, and social. Cupid, she's laid back. And Ivy. Just oh, by my foot. She's shy, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, uh, yeah, she's shy. She's like the little princess. Oh. Yeah. So, anything beyond, like, anything beyond the, the, the video and the release for, uh, other than these videos for The Silencer and Inhale the Ghost, anything else coming, or just... Oh, uh, well, like I said, I need a drummer, but, I, I mean, a drummer. we want to, I want to do shows. I mean, we're going to see, Chris said he's down to do more videos, so we're going to okay. keep, like, trying to do more videos. Yeah, my, my, uh, Tim, who shot, actually, both the Woke video and the Folsom Pr Prison Blues video, he shot both those videos, actually. Uh, he lives in the city. Uh, he might help out. I mean, he's 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 a huge help. He's great. Tim is awesome. He's he throws shows. Jefferson Avenue Productions. Look him up. Okay. They're uh, they're great. He's great. He's a good guy. Throws great shows. Fun shows. Good time. He's very very big help with my videos and stuff. Very big ups to him. All right. Yeah. Everybody, you know, like Charlie, Mace, Chris. I mean, all this. Like, I mean, I do. Like, I mean, like in Silencer, Charlie does a bulk of the lifting. Yeah. But like and, and Hell the Ghost, I do the bulk of the lifting, and but I couldn't do it without these guys, you know. Right, right, like, right. Like a year ago, I said I don't have a band, you know, you know where yeah, I was. Yeah. So do you I guys was. have any uh, for the Silencer? Do you guys have any other shows planned, or? I think Charlie's trying to book a show around Halloween time, but there's nothing set in stone yet. It's okay. around, actually, both of our birthdays are around there. Okay. <laughs> so and my birthday is at the beginning of October. Like I said, when I saw you guys last year. Yeah, that's right. October fourth. That it was the day after my birthday. That's right around there. Yeah, we're both we're both Scorpios. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I will uh, definitely. You know, you'll definitely see me out at the shows and shit. I try and get there as often as I can. It might be a little harder with this new job and this weird rotating work schedule where the yeah, days off rough. always change. Yeah, it's like four days on and then two days off and then four days on and then two days. It just so your two days always move. Like this week, my days off are Wednesday, Thursday, and then next week it'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, and then yeah. fucking Monday, Tuesday. Well, your weeks are shorter, so. And so, like, that's I like never for dealing with it. I like, never you have know. a shorter week because you get to de you get to deal with the weird schedule. Well, it's not a shorter week because you know some weeks you do only work four days if the way your days off fall. But other weeks, like if you're fucking four days on or Sunday through Wednesday, you get your two days off and then you're back on uh, Saturday, so you're still there five days. Yeah, but I mean technically you're on a six day schedule, so that's what I mean. Yeah, your yeah. week is shorter. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I never know what fucking day it is. Anymore. Yeah, I can it's imagine like, oh, what? that. Definitely. <laughs> when I was on unemployment uh, a little over a year ago, it was like, yeah, I was like, what day is this? Like, <laughs> it's like. I mean, I guess I'll have a better handle on it when the kids go back to school. Oh yeah, that definitely should help. <laughs> <laughs> so are they home? <laughs> so, but all right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here. I don't have anything else to ask, and it looks like yeah, uh, we had a good good time here. yeah we're at about half of the time that uh i don't know if you heard when with i had charlie on the first time that that show was two and a half hours oh, long God, yeah. charlie can talk yeah <laughs> charlie can talk for sure but all right man well thanks for being on the show yeah thanks for having me thanks for coming here that's awesome oh, no problem dude i like kitty cats yeah <laughs> yeah well everybody does that as anybody <laughs> hello i'm johnny cash I hear the train is coming, it's rolling round the bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison
from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep moving And that's what tortures me From the upcoming EP, Light It Up, that was Inhale the Ghost with a cover of Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues. Uh, I want to thank Steve for being on the show. I also want to let everybody know that as of the date of this recording, the music video for Folsom Prison Blues has been released. You can find it on YouTube. And uh, keep an eye out for the EP because, as Steve said in the interview, he was going to release the video and then not too long after... He was going to drop the EP, so keep an eye out for that on the Inhale the Ghost social media, but not the Facebook page, because as Steve said, he doesn't actually use that. Uh, I guess you're welcome to go like the band on Facebook, but uh, uh, like I said, last I checked, I was the only one that was, uh, I was the only like on that page, but you can find them on Instagram, and it does seem that there is a lot of uh, activity from the band on Instagram. As I said, a lot of pictures of uh, bongs and videos of bongs being used, but I'm sure that as the music is released, there'll be other other content on the page. Uh, don't forget also to follow uh, the other band that Steve is involved with, The Silencer. Um, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also want to congratulate those guys on the continued success of their music video for the song Within, um, it just keeps, the hits keep coming on that video. And uh, they currently have over 91,000 views. So keep sharing that video, keep uh, playing it, recommending it to your friends. Let's try and get these guys to 100,000 views on this YouTube video. It's crazy for a unsigned, like, local metal band. Also, don't forget, you can follow the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast on all social media networks that matter worth a fuck. I'm sure there's other ones that exist that I'm not on, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm also still on Patreon, also still not really using that, but uh, like I said last time, if you like my show and want to give me money, I won't say no. (laughs) Also, don't forget that the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast is still part of the Club Kayfabe Creative Community, so you can follow them on social media on Facebook at CKCC Online. And also, don't forget to follow Industry Embers. If you believe in buying music like I do, you can follow Industry Embers on Facebook and Twitter and either tweet or comment your music purchases with the hashtag buy music, B U Y, or it's buy music, B Y E. 
For the future of this show, guys, it looks like we've got two more episodes already recorded and ready to go. I'll have those up in the coming weeks. I have... Um, I have one more episode that's... I have one episode that's going to be... Or one interview that's maybe recorded um, uh, for a, like a rock band, rock band musician. And then two Ren Fair ones. One has been uh, pretty much 100% confirmed. The other one is still a maybe. But, you know, there's stuff coming. And as long as, like I said, as long as there's stuff coming and there's people listening to this show, I will still continue to make it. So I look forward to that. If anybody has any recommendations of people they'd like to see on the show that are realistic, let me know. If anybody has any people that they know, any musicians that they know that they can give me sort of the, uh, the hookup to get on the show, let me know. And um, I think that that is it for now. I'm going to leave you guys with another song from the upcoming Inhale the Ghost EP. And uh, like I said, keep an eye out for that soon because it'll be coming... Uh, if what Steve said in the interview was was any indication, it should be coming, you know, I'd say in a, in a, a week or two. Uh, so just keep an eye on the social media. Um, this song is looks like it's track six from that EP. It may or not may or may not be the last one. I don't know how many tracks are on it because it's not out yet. Uh, but this is the American Dream. Until next time, guys. <laughs> Dream.